Hey everyone, Leanne Pilkington and Harriet Saunders with you for the latest edition of Unstoppable, the podcast. Hey Harry. Hello. This uh, is going to be part two of our disc session, right? It is. We couldn't fit it in one. We had to do two. Absolutely. So last episode, we talked about the four different profiles, D, I, S and C. And today we're going to talk about how those profiles behave when they're in conflict and some issues that you might have sort of in the work environment. Mm. Yeah. How they behave under pressure, how they behave in conflict. And um, it can be quite surprising to realise how different how differently people can handle that scenario simply based on their personality. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's so true. I've done a lot of work in this space, as you have, and I will never forget, I had a team member who resigned. You know, we worked together for a couple of years. She resigned, um, and then I had some challenges. She came back maybe two years later, um, came back and did some work to help me out of a bit of a bind. And after two weeks, she came to me and she said, Lee, I'd actually really like to come back. And I said to her in my typical D fashion, listen, it didn't work last time. <laughs> Savage. Why is it going to work this time? Like you you left and I was not unhappy with that. So why is it going to be different this time? And so she looked at me and she said, that's a fair question. Can I go away and think about it and come back on Monday? So what profile do you think she was? Oh, she'd have been a C yeah. or an S. An S. She was the opposite to me. S. Yeah. Um, and so normally I would go, Hell what, no. what the? Like, seriously. No. How hard is it? Just make a decision. Just, yeah. How hard is that? But no, she went away and she wrote, and because I knew that, uh, that about her, um, I let her go and write her list and um, and she came back to me a couple of days later with her list and no, she doesn't work for me anymore, but she did stay with me for another couple of years and it was you know, it was a good decision for both of us at the time. The desire there would have been you wanted a decision and you have to appreciate that that profile needs time to analyse and assess. They yep. won't just knee-jerk an answer, yep. which can feel a little alien. I mean, you're a dominant personality type so you with saying. a secondary influencer and I'm a primary influencer, the secondary dominant, yep. which is why in our team people get frustrated because you and I don't even need to communicate. We're no. just like on the same page, yep. like psychics having a conversation and everyone else goes, oi, can we be in this conversation that you two are having? What's going on? Yeah. Um, and so I think you, the understanding that people like people who are like themselves or how they aspire right. to be, right? And that's really challenging in recruitment conversations, right? Really hard. Yeah. Because you you can't, you should, I say can't, that's wrong. You shouldn't recruit an entire team of clones of you. Right. Not because it wouldn't be lovely. I'm sure the work environment would be fabulous because it would just be like, oh, we're all just like same, same. Um but you're not going to get the challenge. You're not going to get the push to think outside the square. You're going to sit so squarely in your comfort zone all the time with your thought processes. And the reality is that not everybody's good at the same stuff. And so you and I need detail people around us because oh we're God, not very do good we? at that. No, we just like skip over it. We're like, I don't know, someone else will yeah, work out the detail. About that later. Yeah. But if we end up with a company of just all dominance or all influence or equally all S and C, you, you know, you don't get the balance and you also don't end up with an offering that adds value for everyone. You end up only, you know, if you're a real estate agent and you're listening to this and you're a dominant personality type, yep. if you don't know this skill, I bet your conversion is about a quarter of every listing appointment you go to. Do you know how I know that? Because you'll only be listing the people that are like you, which is a quarter of the population. Yep. If you can work 
to communicate successfully, build relationships with, get traction with, and build rapport with the other three profiles, your conversion will go from 25% to 100%. Because you will literally be able to build rapport and get traction with everyone you meet, not just people who are the exact same profile as you, because people like people who are like themselves, or as I said, how they aspire to be. Now, if you're a dominant personality type and you generalize and you don't go into detail and you're quite bossy, I can tell you one thing for sure, the S personality type, the steady personality type does not aspire to be like you and you are not like them. And so when you try and communicate and get traction or buy in from that personality profile, they're just going to reject everything you say, which will drive conflict. And, you know, in conflict, a dominant personality type will, their main goal is victory at all costs. They want results. They want to win and they want to have the personal accomplishment. Whereas an S, their personality profile in conflict is sits in agreement and acceptance and peace. So what will happen is the dominant will say, right, that's it. And the steady will go, okay. Mm-hmm. without true agreement, right? without having the conversation that would be the most productive, which is the conversation that says, have you thought about it this way? Right. And that's the conversation you need. As a dominant it's- personality type, you need somebody to say to you, hey, have you thought about it this way? Because otherwise you're just going to steamroll ahead and, and not have you know, the input that drives true innovation and great ideas, which is the person that makes you think outside your box, your square, you know, and the dominant profile whilst we're on it in conflict, that need to win means they're quite impatient and blunt and their fear of appearing weak will really show up in that conflict scenario. And an S profile will just get more and more passive. They'll resist, they'll compromise. And their biggest fear is facing aggression or conflict of any kind um, and letting people down. So what will happen is they'll just go along with everything the dominant personality type says, resent it, and probably end up either resigning or not executing the project correctly, um, which isn't good for anyone. Um, Equally, an influential personality type, an I, which is, yeah, as we've said in the past, that's mine. Um, That's my profile. Our goal is like understanding and you know this about me because if we ever get into constructive conversations that are like challenging and we like them you and I call them okay let's get curious let's get really curious about this like you and I lean into it not because we like conflict but we like the outcome which is that we either shift on something or we come up with a new idea. Well, I don't think we take, um, when things go wrong, we don't take things personally. No. We just go, okay, that wasn't very good. Let, no, let's quite. get curious about how we could have done that differently. Exactly right. Yeah. But my profile needs people to understand. So what you'll find is in yep. conflict, if I'm not being heard, I'll keep repeating myself yep. and I'll say, okay, I'm just going to say the point that you're laughing at me. <laughs> just so you know, everyone, Leanne's like laughing her ass off at well, me right now. Because what happens is that you, it's exactly what you do. You keep talking and talking and talking and talking. Because no end, one's understanding. Just, in the end, it's like, oh my God, yeah whatever yeah and I I need openness so what I need in conflict is for everyone to say how they feel and just be really upfront get it all out on the table no one's gonna get hurt no one's gonna die like it's just a a tricky conversation I'm not afraid of it but as you can imagine if you're the steady profile we just talked about and you hate conflict and 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 confrontation and I'm saying come on let's get it all out in the open you're like yeah 
yeah, no. Um, I overuse passion and impulsivity and outspokenness in conflict. So I get really passionate. You'll see my hands start to go. I'll start to get really frustrated and be more outspoken and more impulsive and I'll take more of a hard line. Um, My fears are rejection, not being heard and disapproval as an eye profile. And there'll be a lot of real estate agent eye profiles out there listening. For sure. I think that um, that conversation about overusing passion, um, when you overuse a strength, it becomes a weakness. A hundred percent. So the profile I has in it that passion and enthusiasm, which serves me so well as a BDM for our yep. brand. Like sure. everyone says, but you're so passionate about it. Yeah, yep. yeah. But in conflict, it becomes my weakness. And that's exactly yep. right. It becomes my blind spot. And the opposite profile to me is a C, a conscientious. And it's funny because their biggest fear in conflict is big displays of emotion. So right. you can see how in conflict, the I gets really passionate and displays huge amount of emotion, which is the C's biggest fear. So the C is going... Oh my God, yeah. this is the worst thing that I could ever imagine. Yeah. And the more they do that, the less the eye feels understood so that I gets more passionate because they feel they're not being heard. The C retreats, their fears of being wrong and their fear is strong displays of emotion. The goal for um, a conscientious personality type in conflict is fairness and rational decisions yeah. and accuracy. And they overuse restraint and analysis and rigidness, right. which can be really, really challenging for for an eye profile to um, to understand. Okay, so now we understand the different personality types. Let's talk about how you would actually use it in your business. Yeah, I guess if it was my business, I would have a workshop where my whole team are disprofiled. Now you can use the downloadable basic resources or you, there's a number of providers that you can do an online quiz with and it spits out a really comprehensive profile. Right. So you could research that. And then I would have my whole team get their disc profile done, including myself. And I would probably sit with them at that point and get them to really self-reflect on this is my profile type. And therefore these are the strengths and these are, I don't want to use the term weaknesses, more blind spots. You know, this is how my profile behaves under pressure. This is how my profile behaves in conflict. And then encourage them to look around them and identify in the team, the people that are the opposite profile. And I suppose Self-reflection is primary. First, you reflect on on what you are, and then you look at the person opposite, the opposite profile to you, and go, "I now understand why we, yeah, why, why these we, things happened, yeah, why we fall into the frustration, yep. or why we fall down this gap of miscommunication." Right. You know, as an example. Um, you know, I understand that my vagueness is driving you nuts, but equally, can you understand that your need for minute micro detail is driving me nuts? And how do we meet in the middle? A good example of that actually is I had this year an EA that I was working with who was the opposite profile, was a really analytical, conscientious, detail-driven individual, which made her an exceptional EA, to be honest. But the issue that we had is that I would delegate a task and she would come back to me and say, I want more information. And I I would say I have no interest in giving you more information not only do I not want to I don't have time to and even if I had the time I wouldn't spend it doing that I've told you I need you to I need you to do task a and then she would go okay but what is it for why is it needed how are we executing it how much detail how much when how many detail 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 and I would go I'm sorry look I completely understand that your need for detail 
comes from a place of you wanting to do a good job, but I genuinely cannot do this. I need you to meet me in the middle. I will give you more detail than I want, but you need to accept less than you want. We have to meet in the middle. And it actually became our little thing. I would delegate and I would say, this is what I need doing. Can you get started? And I will come back to you with more information within the next, say, 24 hours. And I would. And I would come back to her and give her the details she needed when I had time. But I would ask her, you know, please get started and I'll come to you with more detail. And if she ever came and asked me for more information, I would say, is this you wanting it or needing it? Because there are two different things. I'll give you more than I want to give you what you need, but you can't stamp your foot and demand, (laughs) you know, the level of detail that you think is appropriate is completely inappropriate for me. Yeah. And that was an interesting learning. It was an interesting, it was interesting to watch. How so? Just, just, let's just say that. Oh, it was just like a, it was just like a dance that the two of you would would do (laughs) together. It's like, oh God, are we here again? And like, let me tell you, if I know this and I still get frustrated, you know, and it's, I guess you've also got to encourage the meeting in the middle piece is really important. And I think with this particular person that we worked with, there was a kind of, no, you're going to give me what I want. And it was working towards the middle. And that's what you need to do. You have to adapt to succeed. So it's, I don't do detail, but you need detail. So let's meet in the middle. Because my idea of a huge amount is your idea of not enough. So let's meet in the middle. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting. So one of the things that that I find really valuable when we do some of these workshops is that we – people with similar profiles get together and they talk about what um, a good work environment looks like for them. Um, and um, and that it's always really interesting to the similarities with what people are looking for, and and those can provide some real aha moments because some people like lots of collaboration and teamwork, and other people are like, no, I want to be completely autonomous. I don't want to have to. I just want to be able to do my job Work in from isolation. Home is a great example of that. You yep. know, we run a remote corporate team, yep. um, and there are some people that don't succeed in that environment naturally. They have to work a lot harder to succeed. You and I love it. The yep. autonomy. You know, I jump on a call with you at 9am and then after that I'm pretty much on my own. That suits me down to the ground. Yep. Um, but for some people that, that lack of connection and collaboration can be a real challenge. And we've seen that when we've had people we come and work with us and they haven't been able to successfully um, get what they need from a work environment. Yep. And I think if you're a conscientious or a steady, you know, and you're more introverted and you need you need that consistency and you need the routine and you need it to be structured – there are challenges involved in remote work. Mm-hmm. If you're a DI, I think you'd probably lean right into it. Yeah. So long as you still have plenty of like phone calls with your team and exactly. it is interesting. Yeah. I, I like the whole work from home. That's a whole different conversation, right? <laughs> um, and we also talk about the, um, the conflict side of things and I will never forget, I was running a workshop using SDI, which is a different behavioral profile that you will have the joy of completing very soon. We're going to do a, a team workshop on it. And this participant ran out of the room in tears. And I'm like, oh, I'm not qualified to deal with this. When she came back, she said, I finally understand why I got divorced. Uh, Because the way she was in conflict was completely opposite to the way that her ex-husband was in conflict. It's funny you say that. I learned this profiling and within the year I was divorced. <laughs> so it's funny you say that. So that's why I said I will not take responsibility for the fact that you may go home and look at your spouse and go, yeah, right. <laughs> this is going to be challenging. The truth is you can get along with anyone. Yeah. But 
if you don't have um, a broader perspective than your own and if you don't work to overcome the differences and work to meet in the middle in that compromising space, then you won't be able to successfully communicate with someone for whom your communication style is an anathema. You know, it's oil and water. And I think if you're listening to this and you're a leader, the tendency can be to say, well, why should I? And the truth is, if you don't, it won't work. One of you has to take responsibility. <laughs> That's made me remember when I first started at Lang and Simmons. So, um, yeah, back in like 19, the 1900s, <laughs> um, we, um, we did a disc profile and it was a really good um, profile on me. It told my general manager exactly how I needed to be managed and blah, 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 blah. And I said, I gave it to him and said, there you go, have a read of this um, because, you know, it's going to really help you. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, why would I care? It's exactly what he said. Why would I care? That's a manager, not a leader. Yeah. And that's that's a whole podcast on the difference yeah. between management <laughs> and leadership. But um, I think if you're a leader and you genuinely want to set your people up for success and get the best out of them and ensure that you can, and this is another thing as well, you need to have disagreement to drive great outcomes. People need to have a difference of opinion. Yeah. And um, you need to be courageous about letting people disagree it's a really important component of of having a successful flow of ideas and a productive team people can't agree 100% of the time but you need to ensure that the disagreement is productive and is constructive and you can do that really successfully through disc profiling yeah absolutely agree so once again there are downloadable resources for people Mm -hmm. to have a look at and to try and then if it's something that you think might work for your team then Google it. There's lots of great providers out there. Absolutely. Or send us a direct message to us for more information anytime. Absolutely. Thanks so much. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.